Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. I came to my understanding through more of direct connection with source rather than listening to someone tell me what I should believe. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends. Welcome back to Inspiration Rising. It is great to have you with me. Hey, if you enjoy this podcast, will you share it with a friend? That is the number one way people find out about Inspiration Rising. There's no big marketing budget pushing this out to the world. Hey, what we do is interview, highlight, and focus on amazing female entrepreneurs and leaders and coaches and help them share their stories and their wisdom. And my hope is that you will enjoy it so much and be so inspired that you'll want to tell a friend. So if you like any of the previous episodes, hey, go back, take a screenshot, text it to a friend, say, look up Inspiration Rising on your favorite podcast app. Or if they're a non-podcast listener and they're like, I don't know of a podcast app, I don't know how to do that. Pull out their phone and show them how to download a podcast app, whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. We're on all of them. Just open up something, search Inspiration Rising, click subscribe. And and if you're on the Apple Podcast app, which seems to be, I think it's the only podcast app that has ratings and reviews. What's up with that? Why don't these other places get their act together? Here's the deal. Open up Apple Podcast, leave a review. Tell me what you like about the podcast. I would love to read it on the air. All right? Now, if somebody's like, mm, I don't want a podcast app on my phone, that's going to be weird. Okay, old person. Tell them, open up the interweb, the internet, and tell them to use the URL bar, not the Google search bar, because you know that person's probably using the Google search bar to like just find things. No, type in insporising.com slash podcast, insporising.com slash podcast, and all of our podcast episodes are right there. I know it's fancy. The links are actually in the show notes. You can swipe up on your phone now and find them. Mm -hmm. Hey, today 
I want to introduce you to Carlene Selg. She is one of the many business owners in our world that have been impacted by COVID. She had a very unique brick and mortar store that she's going to tell you about on this episode, and she had to close it. She pivoted and she started. Whoa, that plane is sounding close. You guys know I live next to John Wayne, not next to, it's not next door. I'm like down quite a few, couple of miles from John Wayne Airport here in Orange County, California, and planes fly over constantly. When I'm walking in this nature preserve, I literally have to put my phone on mute so whoever I'm talking to doesn't like have this like coming through my headphones. Anyway, back to Carlene. She... It was a very interesting woman. She had to close down this uh, location and she pivoted and starting fo- started focusing on what she's always been, which is a healer and a coach. And so she shares in our conversation how she leverages years of entrepreneurial experience to help other spiritual coaches scale their businesses. So I think you're going to really like Carlene. So let's jump into this conversation with Carlene Selg. Well, Carlene, thanks so much for taking some time to hang with me today. I appreciate it. Absolutely. I'm so glad to have been invited. Thank you. Yeah. So I want to hear a little bit about your journey because I know the pandemic 2020 kind of um, gave you the opportunity to pivot and head in some new directions. So what were you doing prior to the pandemic and how did you shift as a result of it? Sure. So I've always been an entrepreneur at heart ever since, gosh, forever, even in college, right? I was entrepreneurial. But even after that, I have just always felt the nudge to go my own way and to create my own opportunities. And it has served me well. It has actually really helped me to go down this path and to be able to traverse basically anything that comes my way, whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, right? I can I can pivot and make changes and, and do what needs to be done just like, you know, last year. So. Sure, sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what were you, so you were an entrepreneur prior to the pandemic. What were you doing? Did you have some brick and mortar stores? Did you have online businesses? And then what did you shift into? Absolutely. So I've actually had uh, several businesses along the years because again, that entrepreneurial thing, I've owned four different coffee shops. I have um, always been doing my spiritual work. That's always been either um, in you know previous years, it's been either my side gig or it's been just you know the the joyous part of my life. Whereas stuck in 3D, just kind of having to still do the you know the the work to pay the bills, right? So what am right. I going to do for my work? <laughs> Until I realized that my work was actually my spiritual journey. So there was you know that realization came last year in 2020. But beyond having coffee shops, I sold those off years ago, like about four or five years ago, sold those off and then started another business right before the pandemic happened. And I have always been a healer for generations, for eons. So I kind of combined a retail experience and my healing work in a lifestyle boutique, if you will. And it was quite amazing. We had a fantastic start. And then all of a sudden the pandemic hit and we got shut down, just like every other small business and other businesses in the the country, in the world, right? So so it really made me briefly think about, oh my gosh, why is this happening to me? Why is this happening to everyone? Why is this happening to small business? All these big questions come up. And then I was like, well, I can either sit here and wallow in the why me, why everyone else, 
or make a change. And that's what I decided to do. Again, that entrepreneurial spirit is get out there and make it work for yourself. But I also have this underlying current that if I do something for myself, I also have to be helping other people. Mm-hmm. It's part of my mission is to help other people. Sure. Um, so I just knew that in shutting down the brick and mortar, that I would move it online and it would just kind of morph into its own thing. So do I still do some of my retail stuff? That's kind of my side gig now, whereas my spiritual journey and doing the work is what I call it, um, is, is the spiritual work, the spiritual practice, but also in creating those opportunities for other spiritual coaches to join hands or just see the possibilities of scaling their own businesses and becoming a greater um, force, if you will. It really truly is an an energetic force to raise this vibration of of the planet, right? This ascension process. I feel like I'm jumping all over a little bit. So maybe do we want to hone in on, on one topic or something or because I can just babble on. (laughs) No, I I just, you know, I'm trying to just help people understand your story that you had this brick and mortar, you know, and that you had to shift and now, you know, you've shifted it online and now you're helping spiritual coaches and spiritual entrepreneurs, spiritual consultants that, you know, to scale their businesses. So I love that. Um, So um, when you uh, are helping someone scale that, I know one of the big things that you're focusing on is, you know, like, Hey, you don't have to follow the mantra of uh, Gary Vaynerchuk and hustle, hustle, hustle. uh, That's going to lead you to burnout, right? (laughs) And so instead of the hustling, instead of the putting in mega, mega hours in order to try to make something work, how is your approach different? It is so different. It is truly coming back to a heart-centered approach where you must do what feels good inside, what really lights you up, what feels good to put your energy towards. And if you can find joy in that, then that's what we need to amplify, right? And there are absolutely systems and structures and things to do to actually scale your business for monetary gain, but also for um, that authentic impact that we're looking for that has the ability to seep into other people's lives and really create transformational change, mm-hmm. right? So it's not about you have to do this set of 15 things and hustle, 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 get up, you know, an hour early, two hours early, make it happen, do it before work, do it after work. Oh my gosh, how exhausting that is literally going to drain your life force and make you hate the thing, the very thing that you love. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And right. so for you, it's um, more energetic and more spiritual is what I'm hearing than, yes, I mean, you've got to have systems. I love systems. But yet you're mm-hmm. saying there that you've got to, number one, find something that lights you up. But then once you know that you have that, once you know that you've got something that lights you up and you want to grow it, how are you utilizing it's kind of weird for a spiritual coach to go, well, how am I using my spirituality to grow my business? But that's really what you're talking about. How do you do that? Yeah. Okay. So when I talk about doing the work and it's so completely different than the hustle, right? When I'm talking about doing the work, it's your spiritual practice. And in having a spiritual practice, it starts with you as an individual. And if you are taking the time each and every day to participate in that practice, 
then your business, your, your life's purpose comes into so much more clarity. Also helps to bring in that abundance. It helps to clarify everything so that, let me just kind of say that um, when we do our practice, it amplifies everything that you want to do in your business. And, and I'm specifically talking about spiritual business, right? Spiritual sure, coaches. Sure. Now, you could extend that into every other business because we are all spiritual beings. And if you apply these same practices to your business, whether you're an accountant or a banker yes. or you know, a ditch digger or a construction worker, it's the same exact thing as someone who is in the um, mindset world or someone who is trying to do spiritual work and help make transformation in people. It's basically the same principles, but you have to be aware that that's actually what you're doing and not trying to go into the do more, have more hustle, yes. right? So it's completely different in doing the work because it starts with you first and that self-care can take you know, you can do it really fast, but are you giving yourself really that, um, that true focus that it needs, right? Because spiritual practice, and when I say that, I literally mean maybe going into meditation or doing your work on the subconscious level during sleep time and knowing that these massive shifts can happen if you do it with a bit of awareness before you go there, okay. right? If you have a bit of a goal. Sure. So I know one of the things that um, you utilize in coaching people and also helping them kind of open up to is uh, some unique aspects of spirituality, like that you you are able to access, you know, I, I think a lot of people in our world, unless you're really into uh, spirituality from kind of more of a woo-woo perspective, you might just say, okay, well, I'm, I got one person I can call upon. I got one person and that person's God. Like, that's it. I got one, you know, entity. <laughs> but like, I'm hearing you and things that I've seen where you're going, no, 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 I don't have just to call upon. I've got all these things I can call upon to give me insight, to give me energy, to give me resources, to help open things up. Help me understand a little bit more about your spirituality and how you've used that to grow your businesses. Right. Sure. Give, me, give me a little insight into your world. So we would kind of have to take a step back for a moment and just kind of know that it is literally a journey. It's a spiritual journey. And you're just taking your business along with you, right? <laughs> so you're plugging it into the places that's going to have the biggest impact for the greater good of the planet, for humankind, right? So that's where there is a bit of a difference. It's not... I'm in business for the sole reason of making a ton of money for myself. Right. It's I'm in business to make a global impact on humanity on this planet. Totally. Right. Totally. So completely different set of um, views and goals. Right. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So when you are on this spiritual journey and for me, it, it has happened, you know, I've known that I've had these special gifts and, and um, abilities to do things ever since I was a kid. Now, did I know exactly what to do with them right away? Absolutely not. In fact, I was scared out of my mind for, you know, example, some of them. <laughs> like first, first, first time you had a spiritual encounter where you were like, what the, like, give me any, give me a, take me there. Yeah. Okay. So 
there were always little things that happened that didn't scare me at all, right? But then there were bigger things that happened as you are opening up to the possibilities, you know? So when I was in college, I started seeing entities, seeing spirits, hearing different messages. And I was just kind of freaked out a little bit because although, and I found this out later in life, I come from a huge lineage of healers, psychics, and the like, right? Spiritual beings. But for whatever reason, my grandmother and my mother kind of kept that under wraps. Uh, okay. <laughs> and so it they, wasn't were, until... they were spiritual healers and psychics as well, but they just didn't kind of go public with it. Absolutely. Nor okay. tell the family. <laughs> right? ah. Yeah. So it wasn't until I was an adult and I came to my mom and was like, hey, these things are happening. And also was in touch with other spiritual people I'm like, you know, OK, this is what's happening and there's no reason to be afraid of it. This is what it is. And when you know what it is you're dealing with, the fear goes away because really what we're afraid of is the unknown. Right. So once you expose that and you shine light on it, well, then it's just, oh, okay, well, that makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing as well. When it comes to people who are on the journey already or just thinking about opening up to their spiritual gifts, it has to resonate with you, right? It has to feel good on a heart level because if you're forcing it, then you're still tied up in your brain, in your thinking mind, the conscious mind. But you're really trying to um, work on these higher levels or tap into these different dimensions and superpowers, I like to call them, (laughs) where you can literally experience. I'm sorry. No, I was just affirming. We had a little bit of lag there, I think. And I was just saying, yes, I was agreeing with you. Oh, okay, Yeah. So, you know, the, the journey is what it is. And I'm not here to convince anyone that there is you know, another dimension or that time isn't linear, that it's actually happening all at one time or all these different things are happening. I'm not here to convince you or to tell you it's right or wrong. It has to resonate with you because that opens up your curiosity to go down that path and the speed at which you go down that path, right? Because we are all spiritual beings and it's a matter of how quickly you open up and you learn your lessons on this 3D existence. Mm -hmm. Right. So that what was the big thing that happened for me? Gosh, that's such a hard question because some things happened simultaneously and it was just a matter of talking with people that you decide, okay, yeah, this resonates with me and I'm going to learn more. I'm going to dive in more. And when you do that, when you literally say, I want more of this, then those experiences start to come to you because you're now resonating, vibrating at a higher rate. So you've now allowed for those experiences to come in. Yes. Okay. And so um, when you uh, go about your daily life, um, do you have an anticipation? Okay, I wonder what's going to show up today, like a kind of a hopeful anticipation, or are you just unaware and they just come in, or are you not, or are you just so used to it that it's just kind of like, ah, it's just like I'm brushing my teeth. No big deal. Very good analogy, actually, because when you're brushing your teeth, that's habit, right? 
you're doing something out of habit. Yeah, you want the fresh breath, <laughs> but it is also habit, right? And it's just a practice that you've fallen into every single day, twice a day, right? So you're brushing your teeth twice a day. Spiritual practice becomes the same thing. So as before, when I was just like, oh my gosh, these things are happening and they're happening randomly. They happen at odd times. They happen when I'm, you know, in the in-between, when you're not quite asleep and you're not quite awake. I call that the in-between Lots of activity happens then because you're really allowing your subconscious mind to awaken instead of your brain and your conscious mind doing the work, right? So that's why I do emphasize that we as individuals must practice being a spiritual being and leaning into what these uh, different experiences could be or what you want to experience yourself, Right. Because for me, I, I'm very much on the higher level of spiritual evolution. And I've known this for a very long time. It's been confirmed by other psychics that, you know, it's not me just tooting my horn. <laughs> it, it is fact that I've been around for eons, for generations. I've even had past life memories in ancient times, being healer, being an energetic person. So that not only being told by other people, but having personal confirmation, it's, um, it's a wonderful thing. It also confirms my role in this lifetime of opening up and reaching out and activating other coaches to do their work on a grander scale, right? Yes, yes. So for to answer your question a little bit better, more clear, um, do I have a spiritual practice? Absolutely. Every day when I wake up, the very first thing I do is move into meditation. I'm not even out of bed yet. I haven't even taken my head up off the pillow before I move into meditation. This is how I start my day. And it consists of grounding where I'm literally just cutting any energetic cords so that I'm a clear vessel and just grounding into the earth and into the energies of the ley lines of the planet and the, the, uh, the roots of the tree system, right? Because they are connected, interconnected, energetically connected, but also their energy rises up. So if you can connect into the, the root system of the trees, their energy naturally is rising up. Yes. So we allow that to happen within ourselves. And there, therefore, when that happens, even just speaking about it and moving my hands the way that I am, just from yeah, the downward good. position up, yeah. my vibration is raising. Yeah. And my hands are tingling and things, you know, around me are just getting hit, you know, like that, that woozy feeling because the vibration is just getting bigger and bigger. Mm. And I start my day this way. So not only do I do the grounding and the raising of my vibration, but then I also move into active um, manifestation where I pull in, I ask for my guides and my teachers, my loved ones on the other side in the higher realms to assist me in whatever it is that I want to do, what I want to create, how I want to present in this 3D world, mm -hmm. right? But I also am quite capable of using my 5D powers, <laughs> which may or may not be a different discussion. Maybe we move into that a little bit later. What, but yeah, what are 5D powers? powers? What are what are 5D powers? What are we talking about here? Okay, so we're we're in 3D right now, right? Because right. everybody knows that this is a 3D existence. We don't even have to really explain what that is, but there is 
a system, I guess you can call it a karmic system or a karmic wheel where we're having to learn a lesson and clear a negative pattern and clear a lesson to move on to the next thing, right? And this karma, if you will, or learning through negativity is based in 3D and it does not have to be that way. And we can raise above that by using and, you know, tapping into these other spiritual um, superpowers, like I call them, right? And it, it really truly is just opening our third eye. And how do we do that? But it is conscious, it's a conscious decision. It's calling it in. Remember, we talked about that before, resonating with it. But it also could mean eating lighter food, you know, changing your diet, getting more fresh, clean water into your system, all of these things, being in bodies of water, clearing your physical body of the dense energies that are 3D, right? Mm -hmm. So uh, again, it's such a broad subject. We could literally be here for hours and hours talking about all these different things. But when, when I'm in meditation, doing my practice in the morning, I move into physically manifesting, activating that manifestation, calling in what I want, you know, to, to literally have in my hands, right? Because you've heard about um, the secret where they talk about um, manifesting and the, the law of attraction and all of that. Well, sadly, that was a very limited movie. All the good stuff was edited out and basically just told you, oh, if you know the law of attraction, then you'll have you'll have all the riches you ever wanted. No, not so. <laughs> because right there's that whole raising your vibration, which has to match what it is that you're attracting. But to tie it all together, you also need to tie in your heart space, your emotions, your emotions are really truly the thing that ties it all together to make it real. Because once you have the imagery in your head and you tie it in with your emotions, yes. your, your universe really doesn't know the difference between it happening for real or it happening in your mind. Right. So it just truly just brings it into existence because you're now living in that space where you're making it happen and you're creating your, your decisions that you make on a daily basis, then become inspired by what you were just manifesting in your brain. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's so fascinating. Um, you know, I was a pastor for over 10 years and one of the, um, one of the things in kind of the whole evangelical church world is this thing called a quiet time. I don't even know if you've heard of this before, but it's like uh, what's kind of propagated and presented and taught is like, well, you need to have a quiet time every day where you read the Bible and you pray to God and you repent and you pray for your loved ones and all this kind of stuff. Right. Mm -hmm. And so um, people like really emphasize this. What's interesting is that it becomes a almost something like a duty that you check off like like oh did you kind of like check that off of your you know list today and um the more i've become acquainted with people such as yourself that are saying man that spiritual practice is so important like every day you want to be connected to the divine to source you want to be grounded you want to meditate and so forth i'm like i'm going wow this is like an echo of that 
you know, old pattern that I had in my head that I resisted that even though I was the pastor talking about it, I'm like, oh, this is just like, feels like something like a check off the list to do. Yes. You're a good Christian if you do it, right? That's a, that was the big thing. Like you're a good Christian if you do that. And I just hate that. Like just drives me crazy. Yeah. Um, well, you know, to, to speak directly to that, all the, the basic tenets of the Bible, I guess, they, they were all based in the same spiritual principles. However, it's that religious dogma. It's the, the power of people coming in and wanting to have some kind of contrived control over what you're thinking, what you're doing and giving you a checklist. And if you check off, you know, the, the list, then you, you've done all the good things, right? right? Where, you know, the spiritual practice is not necessarily a religious thing, but there are a lot of religious aspects to it, right? Because you still are, I mean, when I talk about a higher being, it's God to me, right? I grew up in the Catholic religion, okay? okay. And, but I knew very, very, very early on that I was not a Catholic, <laughs> that I was much greater than whatever that, um, line of thinking was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So that doesn't make me a bad person or a different person. It just meant that I came to my understanding through more of direct connection with source rather than listening to someone tell me what I should believe. Right. And that's really the only difference because you are a godly person. When I said that you, everyone, is a spiritual being. That's exactly what I meant. You are connected to source. And for me, source is God. Yeah. Right? I love how um, Esther Hicks talks about that, um, you know, you are an extension of source and that by, um, I don't know if I'll get it quite right, but like tapping into or embracing the fact that within you is the planet making power, the planet creating power of source within you. The same, the same power yes. that created all that we see is within you. And so yes. then you have then the power <laughs> to co-create because you have that source within you. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's amazing. You know, it that's is. really powerful. It's so amazing and so powerful that a lot of people just think that's way beyond my ability to comprehend. I'm just going to put that in a box. Yeah. Yeah. Right. But if you can break it down and say, this is all my spiritual practice looks like, it's grounding, it's clearing, it's manifesting, it's healing my body, it's connecting with source, it's doing these different things, then people are like, well, I can do that. I get it. Mm -hmm. It's just breaking it down into simpler parts so that we truly can practice it, Mm -hmm. right? And then once we do, well... After a certain point, you think, well, gosh, I want to share this with someone. And when you do, when one or more, two or more people come together, you now have infinite power because you're raising that vibration beyond yourself. It's just moving and growing so large that this is actually the goal of ascension, of this planetary ascension of humankind. If we can all just be on the same page and literally, whether you want to call it prayer, you want to call it meditation, but just being in that space of really, truly tapping into your energy 
and that, that true connection with source, we can raise this planet's vibration to the point where we don't have to be stuck in this negative 3D karma-based matrix of 3D. Hmm. Let me ask you this. When, um, back in the old days, um, when I was, let's just say, praying to God, seeking to connect with God, there is a heavy emphasis in the Christian tradition on worship. So I'm giving um, praise, adoration, worship to God as the supreme being. Um, But yet when I hear the divine source God talked about in more kind of an inclusive spirituality, the time connecting with source feels less about, I don't ever hear anything about worship, zero. I hear more about um, what that connection is doing within me, reminding me of my source, reminding me of my potential, bringing me health, wholeness, and healing. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't hear anything about like worship or am I getting that? Like, you know where I'm going here? Um, I believe so. But the thing is, it's, it's really perception, right? And it's what we believe to be true. So if you're going inside of yourself and you're starting with I, right, then, or me, then you've got work to do and that's fine. We all have work to do and we have to start with ourselves. Hmm. But once we reach that pinnacle place where you now want to help other people, it's because you've reached a certain level of healing that you know the next step is community, Hmm. right? So it's more than just yourself because we are not just an individual. We are part of a collective and that collective is connected to source. So there comes a point in your individual practice where you can't help it, but you want to reach out and help others get to where you are or get to where they feel as though they want to as what help as well. Right. What I'm talking about though, is like with source or do you see source as something that you worship or do you, is it, is it more just an awareness that that's where you came from? Right. Um, I think it is more of an awareness because I don't necessarily, well, I don't even want to say that I don't worship because again, I did grow up Catholic, right? So I do have some of those inclinations to, um, if something happens, oh my gosh, you know, or, oh my God, immediately you think, oh my God, right? When something happens and you want to connect or you want to pray for someone, Hmm. In those respects, you are calling out to your higher source or Mm -hmm. God, and that is, in a way, worship. And when you're communing with your higher source in meditation time or quiet time, worship is just a word, right? It's just language. Hmm. So it's really all about energetics and not language or, you know, idolatry, if you will, that kind of thing. It has nothing to do with that. It is truly the greatest worship, if, if you want to go that route, the greatest worship of all is you connecting with source and knowing that you are one with source, with God, right? That's the ultimate right there. Now, I have had experiences, obviously, you know, I told you that I'm a little bit more advanced on the, the spiritual 
I don't know, journey, I guess. Um, but I have had literal experiences with Jesus in my room, in my space, in right here, you know, and he literally has given me the same powers, I guess, if you want to call it powers, it's just my way of, of using language in a simplistic form, right? I've been a Reiki master for years and years, nearly 20 years, right? So I know how to use energy. I know how to use it for healing. But Jesus came into my room and basically said, do what I do. Meaning don't make it so complicated. It doesn't have to be a whole ritualistic thing to heal someone. It was literally think it, make it happen, right? And that's also a two-way street because you may also know that you have this ability to heal someone else if we're talking about healing whatever sickness injury you know mental state whatever yeah it's a two-way street because the other person must also believe it the other person must be there to receive it and want it yes because if they're not it is not your place to change their journey right so we have free will and your free will may want to experience negativity or pain and suffering and even disease and death, right? Because this human body that we are both in has the capability to be hundreds of years old and it's written in the Bible to be true. Mm -hmm. There are people that have lived in the Bible to be hundreds of years old. We can do that. There's no reason that we, you know, somewhere written, it says at, at age 85, you're going to die. <laughs> right, right, we right. don't have to be, you know, all dead and, you know, at 85. Because we have the ability to have an energetically affected body where we can stay young and healthy mm-hmm. and vibrant for years and years and years, many years, hundreds and, and that's not far off, right? As soon as the collective consciousness all gets on the same page, we will literally be like, wow, I can't believe we haven't been doing this for, you know, eons when we kn- we've always had the power. We've always had the power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So what would you say to somebody who's just kind of getting exposed to spirituality and they're excited, you know, they're super excited to share it with friends, family, loved ones, and they start to share it. And their loved ones are like, WTF, what are you, (laughs) why are you, you have gone off the deep end. Like, what would you say to these people? I would say, find your tribe, resonate with the people that are going to match your vibration. If it's not your family, then stop forcing it. Go somewhere else. Right. And that doesn't mean disconnect or not. You know, you can still have a very loving and, and, and parts of my family are that way. Right. Because they know that they have these abilities. They just don't want to talk about it. And that's OK. It's their journey. But mine is on a different path. And I know that it is to, you know, to to really reach the greater good and greater populations of people. And that's OK. That may not be for them. But I'm finding my tribe. And when I do, the door opens up. Like, you know, I've literally been on two podcasts now, yours included, in a matter of four days, right? (laughs) It's like one on Friday and one today. And it's all because somewhere a few weeks ago or even a couple months ago, I said, I need to be more visible. And then all of a sudden, these 
opportunities present themselves. And it's just the way it goes, right? Because you open yourself to the opportunity and the experience and the experience presents itself. Love it. Yeah. I love it. All right. So people can work with you uh, one-on-one. Is that correct? Um, In a sense, yes. So my, my program where I actually help, I'm a 5D quantum success coach. And in my program where we scale your success, there are components that feel one-on-one, but it's a group program. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I used to do one-on-one, but you can't scale a one-on-one opportunity, right? That's right. I teach people to get away from that and to really get into something that, that they can scale and become, you know, millionaires if they want. That's great. All right. CarleenSelg.com. C-A-R-L-E-N-E-S-A-E-L-G.com. And we'll have that CarleenSelg.com in all the show notes, of course and links to your social media so people can go there and learn more about uh, working with you. So Carlene, thanks for just taking time and sharing from your heart and sharing your own process and your own journey. I really appreciate it. It's been my pleasure. Thank you so much. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949 401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity.